I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, you guys? Last video of the week, heading into round two. I hope you all have got your trade set. And if you haven't, we've got some questions here to answer. And we also have seven teams to go through today. One of our boys here, Matty, is from the private group. He has sent this in. These are one of the guys that, if you watched last year, put a lot of effort into there and even you know, left a, a space for my head in, in the corner there. I'm not sure if you can see that. But yeah, plenty to talk about with this one. And we've got the five questions as well. So some good ones there. Options for Munster, best captaincy options, you know, thoughts on trading out some of the guys that underperformed in terms of the cheapies, and then what to do with guys like Garner, Brandon Smith, these types of questions there. You know, do you trade Brandon Smith to a mid, you know, if you potentially need a hooker or a half, for example, is the two positions there that might have a little bit of trouble next week with Cleary, and then potentially, you know, when Tanner Boyd's out or Smithy's out and these types of players there. So plenty to talk about. And then hang to the end, guys. I might be making some trades uh, which I'm going to discuss at the end there. Okay, so we'll kick it off with our first team, Matty, uh, the JBA, JBFA FC. All right, he's got there. Kick it up the good work. Thank you very much. And Scoop beat him in his head-to-head. So unlucky, Matty. Well done, Lockie. What works? Safe gun mids. That was great. Yeah, obviously worked out well. Murray, Haas, Carrigan. No Grant, which didn't work out as well. Uh, the uncertain centers were not great. You know, Miller worked for him. The edge cashies were great as well. Uh, Captain Cleary was okay for him. And then Isaiah Katoa who got the 11th. So that's that. Questions. Captain Hopgood this week, stick with Cleary or go for the pod Murray play? Let's answer that question now, which was uh, which captain to go for. If you have Cleary, I'm personally going with him. I also think Murray is the second best captaincy option. Hopgood will be the third. I think there's a chance he drops down to about 60, 65 minutes. So just that little bit of uncertainty just uh, has me a little bit worried just for him to go real big, where I think Murray... Uh, and Cleary are the safest options. So Hopgood could come out and get a 75 or an 80 again, for sure. That 82 is pretty ridiculous, though. So, you know, Cleary could come out and get the 80-90. Murray could do the same. He didn't play that great last week. Got the big minutes in the 80 and still scored 66. So I think they're the three. Guys like Payne Haas I would have next. And then, you know, Harry Grant 
following that. So that's that question in a nutshell. Um, I think Hopgood's fine though, if you want to go with that. Either way is, is sweet with that. Is Isaiah Katoa really going to score much better given the Dolphins are unlikely to get an easier game and O'Sullivan is taking all the stats? Yeah, I don't, I don't see him scoring too well for a little while, but if the Dolphins happen to continue playing all right, I think they can you know, do a good job. He can then build into a season there, which would be, which would be ideal. But at the moment, I don't see him making plenty of cash uh, across this first bunch of weeks anyway. So if you want to trade him out, that's completely fine. Should I hold Stags even if he has a good chance of dropping another 20K this week and I have the cash to upgrade to a safer center? Just think with Stags, you bought him in for a reason. He's got the clear run all the way through to round 15 there. Uh, had a really tough game with a HIA and dealing with cramps. So really not exactly ideal. And I think that he can bounce back very easily this week or the next you know, the next bunch of weeks. You, know, you could come out and get you a 60 or 70 and you'd hate it if you traded him out where you go to a safer center. And, you know, they're going to average that same amount probably anyway. So that's that there for sure. Same question for Alamotti. He's definitely a slightly a slight worry just with how the dogs are playing. But I think he's going to be a bit of a slow burn cash cow. You know, it might take him a few weeks to, to score okay. He did make 1K last week. So we're making money. But, yeah, I think we can slow it down. Uh, so with him, he's going to have a slower start. And then we'll build into some price rises and stuff uh, along the way. Uh, as we go with him. Possible trades, Isaiah Katoa to Bryce Cartwright, Alamotti to Isaac Thompson. He does have the 120 in the bank, which is lovely, obviously. Stags to Bird Farmworth. I'm going to leave that to Stags one. Boyd to Ilias. Ugh, nah. So- solely for a cash grab? No. Uh, if someone asks this to go Bo- Boyd to Ilias, I think they can average the same. Mm-hmm. Boyd probably you know, could average a little bit more than Ilias, but not exactly sure. But obviously, Boy- uh, Ilias had a-, a cracker start. Boyd, he was just solid. Uh, I think they can average about the same. So it's a bit of a waste, that one. You can only really afford to make one of these. Could also hold next week to give them another chance. We'll miss out on big price jumps from Cardi. I think going Isaiah Katoa to Cartwright is just the simplest option here. It also gives you another guy to play if, you, if you're interested in him. Um, you know, Trindle's obviously another option. It sounds like maybe Cleary about background five, but you know, it could be three, four, five. I'm not exactly sure. He said he's trying to get back for next week, so it could be three, four, or five. I'm not exactly sure, but team's looking fine, man. Got the exact same score as me, so it's pretty funny there. Uh, with that one. We'll move on to the next squad, but firstly, let's answer another one of those questions. So do I bother trading Garner or Smith? And if I should, who do I bring them in for? I would trade Garner if you have that option. Down to Cardi, you've got you know, Liero, you've got Ford, you've got Katoa, for example. All of those guys could be great trade-ins. Um, obviously, Ilias is a bit of a you know, match for match in terms of price. I think they're, they're all solid ones as well. You can go down to a, a real cheapy, save some cash for next week, or you can go Smith up to a top gun in that hooker position. You know, something like that. Up to you, depending how much cash you have in the bank. Okay, move back to the next one. Edric Lute. <laughs> good one here. Uh, good score last year, last week. 8-4-9 and had Tino on his side as well. So very well done to, to score really well there. Tino, I think, is a, a definite hole man. He could you know, bounce back with a 65 like he did in the back end of last year. Brandon Smith, do we sell him to make cash? Yeah, potentially. I'm not too stressed with that. There's you know a lot of discussions I've been having with guys in the in the private group, and you know a lot of smart guys in there. They're just talking about Smithy, obviously, with all the mid drama as well. Radley, uh, Lodgy being out, you know, no Takiyaho this year. Warrior Hargraves is obviously going to have his issues with his back and stuff. There's a great chance that Smithy just splits time. With in the hooker position and the middle, could be like a 30-30 split. You've got Turpin there to come in. He's got a rib injury coming off a HIA. There's so many things to think about with Smithy. Can he come out and score a try this week if he plays and get a 55-60? Definitely, but I think it'd be, it would be okay as well to, to move on from him 
also. And that's going to bode into to one of the other questions there that uh, we need to answer. And that's, you know, this one here, number four. So Ali and Brandon Smith to Thompson and Tohu. So, yeah, or just should I just hold as the Roosters have the Warriors? Yeah, that definitely helps. But they also just, you know, were that bad last week and they can't be that bad again. I'm personally holding to Ali'i and Smithy. I'm not sure if I'm going to hold at this point. I'm making a decision that my team hasn't, it still has no trades in at the moment. Uh, but with this one there, you need to make sure that you have cover in that hooker position and the halves position. Because for hookers next week, for example, let's just look at the team we've got up there. If you have Grant, awesome. You'd have Tanner Boyd as your cover. But what are you going to have next week with Cleary? Do you have enough cover for half position uh, with Cleary there and you know, having Boyd cover that position? If you trade Brandon Smith, do you have a half? You know, In this case, you have Katoa in this one, but other guys, you might not have the cover. So look forward to next week. And then also the Roosters in round four. Titans in round five, you have to think about as well with Tanner Boyd having his bye then. So definitely lots to think about regarding that. So if you have plenty of cover, then those trades would be okay. Obviously, you get Thompson, that bit cheaper, who's going to be you know, semi-consistent, maybe a 30 average or 35 average max. I'd say over this first period with how tough their uh, draw is, and then you've got Tohu, who's going to do his thing in average, sort of a 60 maybe, is, is our kind of plan with him. So look, it'll be okay. I don't think it's a necessary one. If Smithy's out, then you could launch into that trade, um, but you might not know in time for that game on the weekend. But that's that. Okay, let's get into this side. Play Sloan. I wouldn't be playing Sloan. I'd 100% play Bloor over him. But Cartwright, Smith, you know, Fasul Malawi, and uh, and Boydie, all great plays before Sloan. Uh, we're not. We're, we're worried about him getting a, a 30 or like a 10. Don't have center cover at this point. That is a slight issue. So I'd be looking to update your centers, to be honest with you, before I would look to update anywhere else in this one. I want to get rid of Katalao because of the injury concerns and his score. He had cramps, man. So don't worry too much about that. Should be okay. Um, you know, he didn't look like he could even run that first, uh, that second half. So he should improve against a slightly lesser side this week in the Dragons. Um, no, they don't play the Dragons, do they? Who does? Anyway, uh, trade options: Tino and Talau. No, no. Yeah, just just hold Tino, man. It's one bad game. He no, hasn't scored a twenty-nine in a long time. Uh, so avoid that one. Talau and Martin to Thompson and BMM. Yeah, look, that trades out Talau, but you don't improve your center situation in terms of cover. Smith and Talau to Sutton and Thompson. Again, okay. If you want to do that, that would be okay. Tino to Carrigan, no, nah, it seems very sideways. They're about the same price there. So, yeah, I think you either just hold this week. Hopefully, the centers don't go okay, and you can make a decision next week because you're super low in price on your centers and your wing fullback. So that's a position I'd like to improve first before anything else. Okay, move to the next one there. Overall score, 781. So not a great start here either. If I do Garner to Cartwright, I will have 178K to spend. I think that's a great trade. Is Talao trade out if he shows more injury signs? Potentially, but it's just cramps, man. Makatoa, I think you trade him out before anyone else. There's no guarantee on his minutes this week. I think he'll play definitely, but is it going to be 20 minutes? Like if you got zero last week, is it going to be 20 this week? Uh, Captain Grant, I think he's going to be fine. Hopgood, Cleary, all good options. You know, Grant's got to try right at the end. Will he do that again? I'm not exactly sure. Who will remain most consistent this year? Guys like Cleary uh, are going to be most consistent along with Haas. Um, Grant's a little bit more 45 than 75. That type of thing. Should we be worried about Smithy? Yeah, I think so, definitely. Um, definitely worries there, but if you trade him now or not is is okay. So if you went Makatoa up, uh, you could you know straight swap him to a different cheapie. You've already got, have you got Cartwright? You're going to say Cartwright, yeah. Um, you know, Duries, for example, could be someone that's going to make a, a slower amount of cash. 
you can go up to what 178k you could go straight up to like Lockie Ilias for example that would be an interesting one you'd have zero in the bank then but you know the one trade is okay as well uh, and then wait for a better option or you can go one of those cheapies for Makatoa and load up on you know cash available over the next few weeks Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So we'll get to Revels Raptors, who had a cracking start with 871, but we will get to another one of these questions there. Uh, thoughts on trading Isaiah Katoa to Ben Murdoch-Masilla? Worried about Katoa failing to generate cash and want to jump with someone whilst they still have the chance. BMM, we haven't seen play yet in first grade properly in this kind of spot for a while. So look, I think he's a good trade-in. I, I started with him. That worked out well. Isaiah Katoa, I think, is going, as we said, is going to probably not make a hell of a lot of cash over the next bunch of weeks. So that trade is completely fine. Um, I'd also be okay if you wanted to wait and see what happens for Ben Murdoch-Masilla. And if he's a chance to you know, average 40 or something like that, then you just literally go to that straight away. Obviously, cash in your bank is going to be a slight worry. Uh, as Katoa can't go much lower than where he's at at the moment. But I still think that's completely fine. If you're going to make that one trade this week, you can lock that in. Okay, move to Revelo's Raptors. So yeah, had the good week. Can definitely hold trades, but a few players of interest. Not sure if it's worth a trade or going Bloor slash Talau to Cardi as Bloor will likely lose his spot soon and his money-making potential is pretty much over. Wow. Why is his money-making potential over? He literally lost 6K. His break-even's in the low 20s, man. If he comes out and gets a 40, he's going to make 20, you know, 15, 20K uh, and have a really low break-even. So I, I do understand what you're talking about, but there's still every chance that Bateman's not going to be back for another couple of weeks and, and you know, you're probably kicking yourself if he actually plays you know, good minutes this week and kind of stuffs you around. So I can definitely see you know, the theory, but you know, how are you going to get Cardi? Can you get him another way? Look, I think you can. Can you get up to him from Alamotti? Probably not. Yeah, okay. So I think that's why you want to go Bloor. Do you have center cover? No. So you can't go Talau. If it's the only way, man, if it's one trade you're going to make, then then that's also fine. Um, but yeah, there's the idea of Smith to Bird. I think you can wait a week on Birdie. Like he's just coming off an injury. And you know, how is he going to play from, from ball one? Is he going to get the 80 minutes? So many question marks. And you know, he's obviously a very versatile guy. And you have Thompson and Rima Smith. So you're not too stressed in terms of your... Uh, center position and you've got some a little bit of money and win fullback as well so yeah great week man well done okay let's move to another question and it'll be the last one i believe so that's yeah best options for munster okay that's gonna be a good one to talk about so obviously dc not available that would have been a really nice straight swap you could wait you, know, you could trade munster for a cheaper guy if you wanted to you know, a cash cow and or something make sure you have cover in that half position where the boyd can come in and then you could you know, bank all that extra cash. And then next week you can go one of the cheaper guys or an injury or something like that to DCE 
I think that would be strong because obviously clear you don't want to pick up this week with a buy in round three. Hines is out, so they're the top two guys, and then you're really making decisions between like Mitch Moses and you know Jamal Fogarty, Sam Walker who has a buy in a couple of weeks. So there's no clear straight swap, you know, with guys that have buys in the next few. If you don't own Dewey, then pick up Dewey. I think that's the safest one. Uh, but other than that, yeah, you can downgrade some him and then upgrade uh, next week if you want to do that with an injury or a, a guy that's struggling a bit. You'll have enough cash to to be able to do that. So that's all the all the questions for this week. And now we'll get through those teams and then maybe a little bit of chat around my squad. Okay, 8.55 in this first one for Struk, Struk of Genius. What a name. Worth holding cheese. Yes and no. We spoke about him already. Uh, up to you with that. Cleary, Hopgood, other captaincy. Yep, we spoke about that as well. Best four for interchange. So in this group of here, I think the four that you've got is going to be perfect. Blory, Warbrick, Solid options as well. You've obviously got Drinky, Miller, Nickel, Klukstar. Uh, so I think, yeah, you don't play Warbrick over those three. Uh, shame that you might not be able to play him, though. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, Blory is probably the only chance. If there's an injury or something happens, and Blory I'd put into the four. How to deal with upcoming Roosters and Panthers buys? That's a great question there. Okay, you don't have the Harry Grant either. So you'd be having Boyd in your hooking position for that week. And you don't have any cover for that half uh, and hooker other than him. So that's something that maybe you need to look to over the next few weeks. You know, guys like Sonny Luke in round four could could work if he gets some bigger minutes. Um, you could go to guys like Braley. You've got uh, Marnie. There's, you know, Wade Egan. There's those types of guys you can get at that price point. So I think, you know, over the next two weeks, just make sure that you're thinking about your halves cover and thinking about your hooker cover there for sure. But other than that, well done last week. Okay. Option one, no trade. See how round two goes. Yeah, for sure. It's a good option. Option two, out. Smith and Alamotti in Hamaso Tabiai Fado took me a second. I haven't seen it written like that before. And Thompson, so that would bring in two centers to go along with who would be trading out? Smith and Alamotti. So you'd end up having four available centers, which I think is a bit too many. I think only one of them is fine. Um, you get a little bit more cash in the bank, strengthens the center and wing fullback. Does that mean you'd play one of them in the fullback position? Let me know on that. Obviously, that would, you know, lengthen it out a bit in terms of, you know, you've got two guys to cover center and wing fullback instead of just the one. Look, it's okay, but you're probably dropping points this week, I'd say. You know, Smithy plays, you'd expect a 45 or 50, potentially with some attacking stats, so that's that. Starting 17 after trade, wing fullback, uh, he would be down there. You've got Thompson center, Jay Ford in the mids. Yeah, okay, that would be fair. And then you'd play like, what, Murdoch Masilla? Maybe, or it would stick the same. Yeah, wouldn't be too crazy. Emergency Tommy Talao, emergency Tamati Martin. Okay, he would come into that. Cool. Um, yeah, had a nice score, 874 last week, 821 overall rank. Uh, pretty cool, 6K in the bank. So, look, you could hold hold Pat. You could do one of those, but I think, you know, either holding or going for that would be okay, but I don't think it's a home run two trades, and is it worth just holding if it's not really a home run? I, I would say so. Okay, let's move to number 13 here. When should I trade for a premium hooking, hooking option over Cheese, Grant, Robson, etc.? I definitely think uh, round four at the latest could be the, the play to do it just with how good those scores have been, uh, especially in round one. Okay, the rest of the guys are looking at Turbo. Turbo, I risk thoughts on him. Nah, keep him, man. This week off is going to be good for him. He'll come back. The, the team looks pretty good. So we know what happens when the team looks good. He comes out and dominates. So yeah, very keen to see how he goes. You've got Schuster in your team, man. That's the, that's the guy that needs to go. So you got 500k to, to burn. You could go for an Ilias straight up if you want another half. You also have Katoa in there. You have Tanner Boyd. You know, maybe you try and spend a little bit of extra cash to get a decent hooker eventually. Maybe 
you know, Schuster can be downgraded to a cheapy guy. Brandon Smith can go up to a hooker if you want to go to Grant, uh, so Robson now. Yeah, you can go Schuster down to a 200 and something K guy and then use that 240, 235 that we'll need to get up to a Robson if you want to go Schuster down and then upgrade there. That's definitely an option. You don't have, who do you got? You got Cartwright. I don't know if you can go Dury. Would that give you enough? I think that would just give you enough. If you went down to Dury, for example, and then upgraded Brandon Smith to Robson, I think that's a pretty safe idea. I wouldn't be holding Schuster, man. He's a bit too expensive, so that's that. If he underperforms again, we'll have to see what happens next week. I think you're definitely going to hold him this one. If you make that trade that I'm talking about, then yeah, you've got Tommy Turbo in there. Toto can go to anyone in the middles. For example, you've got some cover down below with Warbrick. Toto could go to like a Ryan Sutton, um, you know, that type of player there. You have Trent Lioro, correct? No Lioro? Yeah, maybe he's another guy you could look to target as well. So Trent Lioro. See how that goes. All right. That is the last of those. Okay, just in terms of my team, guys, I had just did my video, spoken about not rage trading certain guys. I'm just trying to look at you know, all the, the positives and negatives with Brandon Smith. I think Suwili, I'm just clearly holding this week. I'm not too stressed about Isaac Thompson as a trade in this week. He's not going to make a lot of money. I'm also very aware that how important cash generation is over this first few weeks. So Cartwright, I really want in my side, but I just didn't feel like you know trading... Suwili and you know Preston, for example, guys that could both score well and all make money with with Preston, uh, and maybe a little bit Suwili over the first few weeks. They were I didn't think it was worth it making those trades. Brandon Smith, I was like, oh, what do I do? How do I, I, I if I'm trading him out, I need to get another hooker or another half, and I just wasn't really thinking too much about still the mid range. And we've obviously got Lockie Ilias this week uh, as a potential option. And how I'm looking at it, if I was to trade Brandon Smith to Ilias, it gives me enough to go Preston up to Cartwright. I would be making money on both Ilias and Cartwright, which is nice at this point of the year. Ilias, I'd be hoping for a 37 to a 40 type of score out of him on a regular basis. And Brandon Smith, just with so many worries about him moving back to the middle, which he didn't score very well last year for the Storm. The rib injury, you know, they've got Radley out, Lodge, uh, you know, no CUR Takiaho. There's a lot of things with Smithy uh, and those Roosters. So I think that we could potentially move him on. You know, if he comes out and gets a 50 and averages that over the next bunch of weeks, yeah, we get some a few price rises out, price rises out of him, and then round four, I don't have him, and I think we want to eventually build up to a gun hooker option. So for now, it might be you know Ilias, so he can cover the half position next week when Cleary's out, and Boyd will just sit in my hookers, for example, and then I'll look to bring in a gun hooker, or at least we can watch for another week or two uh, the hooking stocks and, and see who we can pick up, uh, whether it's Sonny Luke in round four whether it's going up to a gun somehow by trading Suwili after that first you know, three weeks in round four. I've got until round five to make that decision because Tanner Boyd, that's when he uh, has his buy. So I need to have at least another hooker for that game. So it gives me three weeks to work that out. Whether there's injuries, whether there's two mid-rangers that have peaked and I can trade one down and, and one go up to a keeper, you know, Suwili is going to be there as an option as well to trade out. So there's that. And then, yeah, Sonny Luke as the other option as well. So... Yeah, very, very interesting in that. I hope that helps you guys with your trade decisions this week, answering all those questions. So thank you for sending these teams in. As I said, it was going to be about five or well, seven today, uh, six from the normal and then one from the private group. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to try and do five questions and five of them each and every week. So if you want to get yours featured on here, send it straight after team list. So make your decisions around team list. Tuesday night is the best time to get those out there. And I wish you all the best of luck this week. Good luck all. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 